This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of Central New York. Your glory here among us, great is our Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> I really don't like waiting. <laughs> I don't know about you. I just don't like waiting. Waiting in line, waiting in traffic, waiting to hear news of whatever sort. A lot of our lives include waiting. From day one, certainly our parents are waiting, or any of you that our parents know, waiting when you find out that you're expecting a child. Waiting. Once the child's born, maybe you know it's about 12, 13 years old, maybe there's a bit of a rebellious phase. Please, Lord, let it just be a phase. Waiting. Patience is a word that I don't like hearing when it's directed to me. When someone tells me to be patient, that makes me want to do anything but be patient sometimes. It can be actually pretty annoying. The root of the word patience comes from Latin, like many good words that we use often, is the word passio, which means suffering. How perfect. <laughs> patience means suffering. That's why we call those that are staying in a hospital a patient, because they're suffering. It's a neat uh, insight that I picked up, and it's like, well, that makes a lot of sense. That really resonates with my experience. But for a Christian, patience is more than just suffering or struggling or just enduring something that's tough. The virtue of patience implies an attitude about what you're going through, an approach that though it's not fun, though you don't pretend that it's fun, we still approach the difficulties of life with grace, with strength, and with a positive attitude and a perspective that looks at the bigger picture. The bigger picture that says all of the struggles that we endure are ultimately temporary. They pass. And in the end, not even our greatest difficulties, our greatest afflictions, will no longer be present. For Christians, our sense of patience, our, what, what holds us through as we endure the struggles of life, is the fact that Jesus has come, is with us now, and is coming. We're grounded in the reality of what Christ has done for us, depicted here, of course, in the ultimate symbol of love in the crucifix, what he's doing in our lives and in our world now, and what we believe, what we know he's promised to do for us at the end of time. So in a world that seems increasingly dark and divided and problematic in so many ways, we look to Christ, our light, 
symbolized so beautifully in the lights of the Advent wreath there in the middle of the church to give us hope and even joy as we wait for his return when all will be set right, when darkness and suffering and death will be driven away forever. But having this hope and this joyful patience sounds nice, but it's hard. Look at John the Baptist in today's gospel. John, who Jesus calls the greatest of men born of women. Let's put ourselves in, in his sandals for a few minutes. Locked in the, dunge the dungeon of King Herod, John had given his life to do what he believed that God was calling him to do, to his preaching repentance to all. Some people don't like being told to repent. That's why he wound up in the dungeon. <laughs> but he's there in chains in this filthy, dark dungeon wondering, you know, Lord, I did what you called me to do, but now I'm here and I'm not quite sure what's happening. I'm not quite sure if you're actually in control here. He probably was experiencing doubts. That's why he sent his followers to go to Jesus and say, are you really the one? We know that John had met Jesus before when he baptized him and that there had been powerful signs then, but perhaps something in John's mind still was doubting. So he needed some reassurance for his own faith. He needed more than for Jesus to just say, yes, I'm the Messiah. We're good. <laughs> and Jesus knew that. Jesus cared for his relative John, who went before him. So he tells John's followers to go back and don't just say, yes, but tell them what you see. Tell them of the healing that happens. Tell them of those that you've witnessed with your own eyes raised from the dead. And this encouraged John, we know, because he remained faithful, and he ultimately gave his life for his witness. He didn't compromise. And for us, too, when we feel that we're locked in darkness, when we're struggling looking at all the things around us that can seem to be going wrong, or the things within us even, we need to hear what the Lord has done and what the Lord is doing. We need good news. This is what helps us and enables us to persevere in patience, in joy, and in hope. We need to share good news with others. We need to be good news for others so that when we walk into the room, others say, oh, good, instead of, oh, man. <laughs> to be that Christian witness so that when we see darkness and suffering, when we see situations where there's a lot of brokenness and mess and suffering, situations where we feel like saying, God, where are you? Why don't you do something? Where is the light and the love here? Where are you, Lord? We can come to start to realize those are the moments when God kind of gives us the nudge and says, hey, you're up. See, Christians don't just passively wait around for the Lord to come back and fix everything. We're called to be part of that, a sort of sneak peek of the coming kingdom of God 
that already begins has begun in our hearts from the moment we're baptized. Christian patience is not static or stationary. It's joyful. And we know that when we have joy, we want to express that. We want to share that. We want to move to others, to bring them into it. Our waiting is not boring or frustrating, but it's an opportunity, an opportunity to carry out the Lord's mission of light and of hope in the world. And yes, this includes moments when we literally have to wait. Waiting in a line, waiting in traffic, perhaps waiting for uh, news of a diagnosis or something from a doctor, perhaps waiting for whatever it might be, (laughs) waiting for the arthritis pain to finally be a little bit better. So many things that we endure, these are times that we can look at as Christians as an opportunity for prayer. When you're in traffic, when you're in line, perhaps we can pray for those that are in line with us, stuck in traffic with us, all the people around us, to be aware of their needs, of their hopes, of their struggles, to allow that to be a moment when we allow the Lord to fill our hearts with love. And instead of laying on the horn, why is he taking so long? Now, later today, I'm, I have to uh, return to Toronto. Usually there's a, a good long wait at the border there. Sometimes I'm just <laughs> beside myself with how long it seems to take. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe today I can go and sit in that line, and instead of just grumbling and, oh my gosh, another 10 minutes, you know, that guy, whatever. Stop to breathe. Lord, bless your people around me. Help them. If I'm struggling with illness, Lord, bless my doctors that are trying to help me. Bless those that maybe don't have the chance to get the help that I can get. There are so many situations when we have to wait, but as Christians, we can use that as a chance to magnify the light of God in our world, to support others through our prayers and through our actions. Now, instead of, and especially for us younger people, a lot of times when we're in line, what do we do? What do we do? What do we take out of our pockets? A phone, and we just zone in on the phone instead of looking up to the people around us, saying, hello, how you doing? Nice day. So many ways that we can bring this joyful patience this Christian prayerful, holy patience into our lives. So I'm going to ask you, take just a minute or two in the silence of your heart right now. Think about where in your life, today, tomorrow, this week, you might need to exercise a little bit of patience, maybe sitting through a long meeting, whatever it might be, and pray, Lord, help me not to waste the opportunity. Help me to praise you when I'm waiting. Help me to use that as a mini retreat. Take a moment, pray, ask the Holy Spirit to come and to show you where he wants you to draw near to him 
in your waiting this week. In you are every day becomes eternity. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org. Light of the world.